0: Hey guys, and welcome to this episode of Just Two Lads with me and Andres. Woo! (laughs) Um, apparently this is my birthday episode. This is Um, your birthday episode. Apparently this episode comes out one day after your birthday. I know, but like I was mostly under the impression we weren't doing a birthday episode.
1: Loser. And then (laughs) like
0: literally five minutes ago i was like what do you want to talk about and you're like your birthday <laughs> so here we are dude,
1: it's your birthday we weren't just gonna skip over your birthday
0: but i'm at the age where birthdays are just like days in my life you know
1: <laughs> dude you're too young to be saying that you're too young to be saying that kelsey for the audience how ancient have you become to uh today let's say today as of this podcast how ancient are you
0: do i have to say
1: you have to say it out loud yes i'm not asking for your weight i'm just asking for your age <laughs>
0: Honestly, once you get over like 23, I feel like age starts to get touchy. <laughs> all
1: right, all right. Well, you're we're still we're still doing amazing things. So Yeah.
0: Well, okay, name? fine. I'm turning 25. Ooh. Um, which is the age when I was like 13, I thought I would have like a husband and like a job and a house and currently 0 out of 3 is happening. <laughs>
1: uh, I don't know about that. Oh actually no you do have none of those. But what I meant to say <laughs> is uh, what what made you what why? Why do you think you were gonna have that by 25? Is that like the story you're told that like you should have by this age or is that just like what society told you to have at this age? But I don't
0: know. I just when I was a kid I just felt like 30 was really old. And now I feel like 30 is really not old at all Um, and so I just picked like an arbitrary number where I was like this is a good time to like be married and like start having kids and like you know and now that I'm 25 if I had a child (laughs) like no (laughs) you know (laughs)
1: Knowing you and the point in both of our lives that we are at, I cannot imagine you with a child whatsoever.
0: Like, I can't even imagine myself with a boyfriend right now. Like, (laughs) I'm just so busy and, like, so all consumed in a good way, actually, with all of my projects and stuff that I'm working on, that 25 is not the year I become, like, a domestic bliss type lady. Domestic (laughs)
1: bliss. jesus it's so funny yeah the older we've become the more and more like i contemplate on these arbitrary dates and times we've given ourselves at a young age Mm -hmm. and i've really come to find that like 30 20s whatever like right now it's just 30s for us because we're still in our 20s -hmm.
2: that
1: feels like really close and i feel very much unprepared but my mom had my oldest brother when she was 21 I want to say and she had my next brother at like the following year at 22 and my mom's a superwoman to me so like I look at my mom now and like I have this conversation with her because my brother also had his daughter when he was 21 and I'm like how how I am at the point in my life where you had these people and (laughs) I don't even feel remotely close not even remotely like not even emotionally ready do I feel for that like
0: Yeah.
1: Like, leave job and everything aside. Like, I don't even feel emotionally ready to have a child or start a life like that. Wild to me.
0: I know. That is pretty crazy. I have some of my high school classmates that I follow on Instagram. They have kids. They're not old, they're like still in the toddler or younger phase. But I'm just like, wow, what a different type of life we have. You know, and not in a bad way necessarily, but just like wow you're just at a very different stage in your life than I am
1: <laughs> I personally don't even know how you start that stage like obviously I do know how you start that stage but I don't <laughs> I don't know how you like just tie yourself now mm-hmm. if you if you are one of those that did in fact plan for that like how do you just choose now <laughs> like this moment that this youth like I don't know man that's wild to me
0: yeah I don't know I feel like I could see it if you've been in like a long-term relationship for a long time and if you like had a job and you're like okay I'm we're like pretty stable like maybe we could get married or maybe we could have a kid depending on you know circumstances but yeah i just feel like my biggest barrier besides like not having a boyfriend <laughs> is like mentally I'm not at the stage where I feel like even maybe in five years, I will be like emotionally, mentally at the stage where I'll be ready to have a kid, you know? Like maybe get married, maybe, depending. You think it's because
1: we're in school? You think it's because we're still students that it just feels like the real world feels disconnected from us?
0: No, I think it's because we have a lot more existential crises than maybe other people do. Because <laughs> <laughs> like I, the thing that I genuinely worry about for my kids is I'm like- because everyone messes up their kids a little bit because no one is perfect so you can't like not Box. mess up your kids Box. but I'm like what if I mess up my kids in like a really bad way like a way that makes their lives inherently like uncomfortable forever you know mm-hmm. in a way that they can't come back from I messed up <laughs>
1: I don't know if you'll feel that bad. Like, geez, calm down. Calm down over there, Kelsey. You're not going to feel that bad if you were to be a mother.
0: Like those are, and I know that they're irrational, but I'm like, if I'm having these irrational fears, I definitely should not have a child until I've worked through some of those.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My whole life I've told myself that the earliest would be in my thirties or mm-hmm. their early thirties. That'd be my earliest, but, um, i don't know i'm still 22 so obviously i still have eight years to even yeah. crossed into that threshold to wonder um but as of right now this current moment like it feels like a it feels like a whole other lifetime away to like even be making those decisions now mm-hmm. speaking of which i'm gonna teach you something a little fun fact right now to you and the podcast listeners because i once wondered um did people in the past like think of the future like we do you know like flying cars do we think about like what's coming next like what's the next technology we'll be we going to space and the stars and whatnot i used to wonder if like our ancestors used to do that there's a fascinating answer the answer is no apparently our ancestors never thought that there'd be something new coming they never thought the ages would change they never thought that there'd be vehicles or anything uh <laughs> and it's over a very fundamental and easy truth they didn't have the concepts of it they didn't have the concept of a car. The most modern thing was a horse and a horse that pulled your wagon. They didn't, to them, their lifespans were very short and they were born on the farm and they died on the farm and their grandfather was born on that farm and their family will forever live on that farm. And so apparently it was incredibly, extremely rare that they would ponder about what comes next in the future because they never expected life to change from how it was. And so they live their whole lives accepting that life is like this and it will end like this for now and forever. And now it's a very modern concept that we ponder what comes next. What do we do next as a society? What's the next thing or anything? Because we're now Mm -hmm. that age of humanity versus before where we were trapped in a cycle just thinking this was it. This was all there was.
0: That's interesting. I I think it also could be like because we're used to things changing Mm -hmm. so fast that gives us the mentality of like, if things change now, they'll change in the future. Whereas like, it was hundreds of years between the invention of the, not even hundreds, like thousands of years between the invention of the carriage and like a car. So change was so much slower, but now it's so fast that you like have to be for like future thinking. But it's, it's, only, that's it's, only,
1: it's only been the past 100 years that a car was invented to now a car is driving itself like yeah. on the road with no one. Like that's wild. Pretty that's crazy. Wild. Speaking moving of into your birthday episode, Kelsey, moving <laughs> into your birthday episode, just cut. I'm cutting you. Moving into your birthday <laughs> episode, Kelsey, because you're 25 years old, Right. I personally, I don't know about the listeners, but I personally <laughs> want to hear about 25 things you've learned in 25 years, one per year. All right. It doesn't have to be. You learned it when you're 13. No, oh, no, gotcha. No. Okay, great. One one thing per year of life. All right. Mm-hmm. So 25 things. We'll we'll explore them. If they're boring, we'll move on. Like if you if you learn the best food in the world is actually fettuccine alfredo, we'll explore it. But if you tell me that your favorite soap is Dove, then we're not exploring that. So, but Probably. 25 things you've learned in your 25 years. All right. Start with number one, Kelsey. What's one thing we've learned?
0: Okay. Well, I think this goes perfectly into what we were talking about before and something we were texting about a few days ago is that like the timetable for your life doesn't exist your life yeah. just happens
1: yeah
0: um I don't know if we want to talk about it more I I feel like that's kind of explanatory but I don't know
1: sure we could talk about more so like so Kelsey yeah, so you're definitely talking about how the, the the more you live the more you realize none of this is real all of this <laughs> is kind of yeah you know, Like there's no, there's no real rules, like Mm -hmm. nothing at all. Right. That's what you're saying.
0: Yeah. And I think that you have more control over the stages of your life. than I think as kids were taught to believe, for instance, like my friends, they chose to go to the next stage of their life and have a kid at like 22, 23. Whereas like, I will be happily extending the like, single slash dating slash married without kids phase for much longer. And, you know, as a kid, you think, well, once I get married, like two years later, I have to have a kid. And like, that's not true. You don't have to do any of that. Or like, you don't have to get a master's degree right out of college, or you don't have to get your driver's license right at 16. Like you have control over how your life changes to an extent, obviously.
1: Now see, between the 22 of my years and 23 of your years, I feel like those three years are making a key difference in our timelines right now. Because to me, that feels impossible. To me, that feels like (laughs) a lie, you know? Like, because I'm currently living it. I'm currently living through grad school uh, letters and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And to me, it's like, end of the world. Feels like nothing (laughs) comes next. Feels like everything's like being halted before me. But to you, who's already passed three years of this all, you're like, no. it's okay. Live, breathe, do your thing.
0: I mean, I felt that way when I was applying to law schools um, because you're consciously trying to make a change in your life. And the problem with that is that your life changing is not fully dependent on you. And so it feels a lot more stressful because you're banking on someone else giving you the opportunity, you know, where I'm feeling that that like that with my summer job, where I'm like, I want to make a change. Like I've never had a job before, like a real, like full time, go in all the time job. Um, and especially never worked in a legal setting, but I want to make the change. But I'm dependent on other people to allow me to make the change. And I think as you get older. You also kind of speak from a position of privilege in that you have more control over the opportunities that come to you. When I graduate and I get a job, hopefully, (laughs) um, (laughs) and I'm working, I then have the status to create more opportunities and have a bigger say in how I change my life. Whereas when you're young and you don't have like experience or you don't have the education or you don't have the connections, you have to worry a lot more about how other people give you opportunities. So I don't know.
1: That was a a (laughs) pretty big takeaway they gave me the other day when we were talking about it. It was like, these opportunities are kind of what you make it, but Mm -hmm. right now we're just both in stages of our lives where we're so dependent on someone else to like do something. So -hmm. it's like a real rough limbo.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And also I think just once you get comfortable with the idea that like you should have an aim, but you don't need to have a finish line, if that makes sense. Um, you feel a lot less anxiety about the future, because I think a lot of young – maybe this can be number two, going into number two. Oh,
1: number two hit me. Um,
0: is like, have a goal, but don't have a path, if that makes sense. Mm. Mm. Um, Because and this was something I actually learned in a lot of my business classes. I think in my entrepreneurship class because it sort of lends itself to that sort of wow. What an
1: entrepreneur thing to say. Well,
0: and it comes out because if you have an ultimate goal, Mm -hmm. you know, if you try and force yourself down a path that really creates a lot of anxiety because you feel like if you can't get to step two, then you can't get to step three. And if you don't get to step three, you can't get to step four, and then you can't get to step 56, which is the goal, right? But if you say, this is my goal, and as long as I feel like I'm actively working towards that in some way, that is a much, in my mind, healthier way to approach things in life, you know? Because if you say, I have to get into this college because if I don't get into this college, I'll never meet the man of my dreams who I'll divorce when I'm 40, get all this <laughs> money and start a makeup company, you know? Like that's too strict. That's too strict of a way to- I like how that's it. your
1: go-to like <laughs> fake life plan who's oddly specific.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, I think just just learn how to be- flexible a little bit. And it's not only takes anxiety off of you, but it also offers you the chance to take other opportunities that maybe don't seem perfect, but then you end up really liking that thing even more than the set path you thought you were gonna like.
1: Ooh. Fancy, fancy
0: I know I I feel like an inspirational speaker right now. You're doing a
1: great job right now. You're really you're really making me feel like I should have invested more in the stock market when I had a chance. (laughs) <laughs> uh all right, sweet number three, Kelsey. What is the third thing we've learned about life? Is it a food thing? Give me a food thing. What's something of a food thing that you learned in life?
0: A food thing?
1: Yeah, what's something you learned in life?
0: Um <laughs>
1: <laughs> That was your beeper to keep going.
0: <laughs> I like food. I guess like eat vegetables every once in a while. <laughs>
1: All right, number three is eat vegetables. Number four, we're moving on to something more with fashion. What's the fashion thing that we've learned? What's the fashion thing that we've
0: Um, Trends are stupid. That's what I think, personally. Trends are stupid? What? Um, yes, I think trends are stupid because I think they're fun. Don't get me wrong. Trends are fun. But trends are also stupid because you feel bad about yourself or your body if your body doesn't look good in the clothes that are trendy. And also the trends don't necessarily mean that they're stylish. Um, I think that you make is this
1: is this you defending your crocs?
0: (laughs) No. Um, I think I
1: feel like I feel like it's you defending your crocs. I feel like this is a whole statement to you feeling your crocs.
0: I I just think that trends are, are stupid because they make you feel like if you don't like that thing or if you don't identify with that trend then you're not fashionable. But I think that style is something that's extremely personal and not something where any two people will have the exact same taste. Even if they're like my sister and I, for example, we are so similar in so many ways and our clothing styles are completely different. And even if we have the same pair of pants, we will wear a different shirt with it or something like that. And so I think trends are, are just ways to get you to buy more things to make you feel like you fit in when the reality is, is like clothes aren't going to change the way you feel about yourself necessarily. Like obviously artificially you can say like, oh, my butt looks good. Like that's great. But like deep down, you know, clothes and, and trends are not going to change the way that you feel.
1: Wow. Wow. (laughs) I feel like this really is a motivational podcast I know. now.
0: This is not what I wanted.
1: I, this is what I wanted though. All right, number five, number five. What did we learn about improv? What's one thing we learned about improv?
0: Let me turn on the lights really fast.
1: <laughs> All right, Kelsey, step away to turn on lights. It's just me and Marco now. Marco, how are you feeling?
2: I am not programmed to experience human emotions, but I can download a software update that will allow me to replicate emotional sensations so that I may answer your question. Oh, that's good. Update complete. I am feeling two emotional sensations you humans call anxiety and depression. Andres, how do I go about obtaining Hi, a happier that, disposition?
1: No, that's enough. I'm not even going to answer your question to me, back.
0: Um. Okay, improv. What did I learn about improv?
1: What you learn about improv in your 25 years of life? I know improv is a very big, important part of your life. What's wrong with <laughs> about improv?
0: Um, something I learned about improv is I'm trying to figure out how to say, it. I know what I want to say, but how do I say it? Okay. I'm just going to say what I'm going to say and then I'll explain it. Okay. Um, don't do it if you can't invest.
1: Oh, okay.
0: And I say this not to say that if you're, if you have stage fright or something, you shouldn't do improv. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that if you get on stage and your purpose for being there. Is to make your ego look good or to make yourself, you know, like if you mess with other people to make yourself look good or you purposefully like run over other people's ideas because they're not yours or you're always the one who has to make the joke land. That to me is the worst type of improviser, usually the worst type of person and just someone...
1: Whoa, 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 whoa.
0: Because I think people really don't realize how much of their true personality comes out in improv. Like who they truly deep down feel like they are. And the reason I know that is because I feel from having more or less the same people on a team for four years with me, and even knowing people on your team now, you can automatically tell a lot about the personality through their improv style. And people who always try to be the one who's making the joke or who always have to be the main character or who always have to get like the kiss in like the get the girl moment or whatever. It's usually the people who use their platforms and opportunities to only help themselves, you know? And that's why I say, don't invest, don't do it if you can't invest, because you really have to invest in the people that you're performing with and you have to set them up to look good. And sometimes that means taking things at a personal expense on stage and in life, you know, off stage. Um, I don't know if that made any sense, but it made sense to me.
1: <laughs> it makes sense to me too. We're now moving on to number six, seven, eight, nine, and 10. All right. These are quick rounds, speed rounds. All right okay you only we only get fives a... no no these are speed rounds kelsey okay, we still okay. have another 20 to go speed okay. round speed rounds. what is the best birthday cake
0: um yellow cake
1: yellow cake what what yellow cake you're wrong but we'll move on number seven <laughs> number seven what are, what is the best chinese restaurant
0: pickup sticks if you number can call s- that i mean it's not authentic but
1: well, are right, we're just we're just off to terrible starts here. <laughs> now, all right, all right, number number eight, if you from your personal experience, what is the best vacation place you've been to?
0: I'll say a cruise ship, just because that's what my oh. family has done the most of.
1: Okay, cruise ship, cruise ship.
0: Yeah. I mean we've been to a lot of different places on cruise ships, so it's like hard for me to pick just one place.
1: <laughs> all right, number two. What is more fun? Number two <laughs> Number, number eight, eight, eight. Number eight, if, if you are in a situation in which you need to uh, do, someone's knocking on my door. Kelsey, <laughs> if you are in a situation in which you need to go forward and pick a car, what is the go-to car?
0: Um, My car <laughs> that I have. Their
1: car, perfect. Number nine, number nine what is the best way to fake your death
0: the best way to fake a death or specifically my death
1: mm, let's say your death
0: okay um the best way to fake my death is to stop replying to your text messages
1: <laughs> Wow!
0: Wow! whoa you're one of the people i talk to the most so i feel like if i didn't respond to you for like three weeks I feel like that would be a pretty good indicator that something is wrong. And then just, like, move to a state that I just don't feel like I would ever live in, you know?
1: Number 10, what's the worst state in the Union?
0: <laughs> That's a hard one.
1: <laughs> it is hard because I, I don't know anything about most of the states, so.
0: I, I will give my worst state in terms of a specific category because there are a lot of factors to be weighed on like wow, an factors. ultimate worst state
1: okay.
0: okay um but i would say maybe louisiana specifically because i've heard that the weather in the summer is just so unbearably hot and sticky and gross
1: okay okay <laughs> Wonderful. no offense Bye. if
0: you're from louisiana like
1: no take big offense please <laughs> right right uh number number 11 Kelsey we can now yeah. slow back down we can slow okay back down great easier, okay? Kelsey number 11 of things you've learned in life okay what is the best musical ever
0: I'm pausing intentionally to my jaw is agape Ask me to pick my jaw
1: <laughs> was very agape
0: um
1: In your 25 years of life, the absolute best musical you have seen, heard, whatever. The absolute best one of all time in your 25 years of life.
0: Mm, First of all, I feel like my law student is really coming out because I'm like doing so much analysis for every answer.
1: (laughs) Good. Good. Um, You should be well thought out, even though you didn't plan for that beforehand.
0: (laughs) Um. Sorry, Marco, for the text messages, if you can hear them coming through. Um, Off the top of my head, one I really like. Maybe it's not my favorite, but um, Bonnie and Clyde is a really good show.
1: Okay, riveting, Um, riveting.
0: It only lasted, like two months or something but the music is really really good
1: okay okay never heard of it actually I have heard of it never but I never heard of the someone liking it
0: Mm -hmm. are you gonna ask me the
1: next question yeah so you said you said you didn't say that was the best one you said one of the best what is the best
0: I can't I can't.
1: No, there has to be a definitive answer or else there we can't move isn't. on. There isn't.
0: That's like and me. We can't
1: move on till there's a definitive answer.
0: That's like me saying, who is your favorite parent? Hmm. Like, there are favorites hmm. in different ways.
1: We'll come back to number 11. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Number 12. Kelsey, you have the munchies. Okay. What is the go-to food when you have munchies? You know what my go-to food is. Yeah, I know, but the podcast doesn't know. Do you want to guess?
0: Your... Guess.
1: Your go-to food is tacos.
0: It is not tacos.
1: All right. Well, never mind. Don't know Kelsey that well.
0: My, my like go-to food is either scrambled eggs or french fries. Oh,
1: you have told me about scrambled eggs before.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, why scrambled
0: eggs? My body wants what they, what it wants. <laughs>
1: Your body's been pregnant long before it ever became pregnant. What? Gained some weird cravings in the morning. All right, no, all
0: right. No eggs are very good for your brain. They have Acuna
1: choline. The kuna batata. What? That, that's not. That's not the deciding factor when you're having food when you have the munchies.
0: Well, I think it's just because I make my eggs with a lot of butter and salt.
1: So that could you probably just, be why. So you lie. just have grease balls. That's, that's why. Okay. Okay. All right. Whatever. Rude. No, no, no. I'm judging pretty hard on this one. Kelsey, Kelsey, in your 25 years of life, number 13. This is a very, very hard question. I want you to know right now. Okay. So I apologize ahead of time. (sighs) What is the worst letter of the alphabet?
0: Oh, oh, this is actually perfect. What? (laughs) This is actually something I wrote down um, to talk about in another podcast, but we can talk about it now. The worst letter in the alphabet is the letter R.
1: R? It's one of the best ones.
0: No, it's the worst. And you want to know why? I do want to know why. I had a speech impediment as a kid and I couldn't say (sighs) that letter. And I had to go to speech therapy for like a year.
1: And you learned how to say the letter R?
0: Yeah, but you can still... Here, sometimes when I say it, that I'm like consciously getting my brain and my tongue to say that letter Are correctly. there
1: specific words that really trip you up?
0: Um, usually <laughs> words that have RL right next to it, like world or girl, um, things like that. I really have to think about it. If there's a complicated movement after the letter, it's hard for me to say
1: i am so shocked right now i am i am so shocked the letter r mm-hmm. one of the best letters ever
0: i'm not saying it's not like a useful letter i'm just saying for me personally it's the letter that has given me the most trouble in my life <laughs> still <laughs> no not still but i mean kind of still because i still have to consciously think about it
1: kuna matata number 14 <laughs> over your speech impediment number 14 number 14 kelsey if you had to pick a book that you could burn what is the book that everybody should burn
0: i have my law school answer but let me think about my real answer um the book i hated the most in law school for the fact that it's just like the worst and i think any law school student would agree is property law I agree.
1: It's um, <laughs> a terrible one. Um, i burned it too. But me... Would you burn 13 Reasons Why? Or uh, Catcher in the Rye? Uh,
0: oh, oh, oh. I would burn... The book I just hated reading was On the Road by Jack Kerouac. Okay. It's Why? not that... I feel like if I read it now, I would get it more. But as like a 14-year-old reading that book over summer, I hated the writing style because he just would write on library typewriters because he was a, a beatnik writer. And he would write on library typewriters, all like stream of consciousness at once. And he would even reuse the tape. So like parts of his original manuscript have parts of the letters cut off because it's like you punch out the letter from the tape. And it's just like so, it's almost like too existential crisis-y for me. And that's saying something. (laughs) Like there's just so much thought and like no action in these books about driving around the country. So that's my answer.
1: All right. So in Kelsey's 25 years of life, she has learned that if there is a book to burn, it is this book. Very good.
0: Yeah, I these are all such black and white questions, but yeah,
1: yeah. I'm not gonna ask you gray questions, I don't want any room for grayness.
0: But my answers,
1: listen, Kelsey.
0: Um, okay, we can go again. (laughs) Number four,
1: 50, 40,
0: 40, 50. I'm not paying attention, I just showed up for this episode. (laughs) Number you just. You just asked me about burning books. I don't know if you have like yeah, a list.
1: Yeah. yeah, I know. No, it's number 15. It's number 15. Kelsey, so because you would burn that book, right? In your 25 years of life, this is the one that mm-hmm. you learned. You learned that this is the book we must burn. On the opposite end of it all, what is the book that you would recommend to everybody to read?
0: Oh, okay. What so is the as... best
1: book that you would recommend? Number one book you'd recommend anyone to read?
0: So I would recommend The True Confessions of Charlotte Doyle. Oh. um, That is the first book I ever read that actually got me emotionally engaged with fictional literature. I read it in like fourth grade. Jesus. Okay. Um, or maybe it was like sixth grade. It was either fourth or sixth grade. So it's not a hard book to read. It's about like a young girl pirate kind of thing. Oh. Um, Sassy oh, you. Yeah. But it was just, yeah, it just, like, was the first book that got me engaged with literature and, like, made me feel like, oh, so books aren't just, like, people talking at me for 300 pages.
1: <laughs> would you say, roll with me here, mm-hmm. would you say that books that talk at you are trying to teach you something and you just refuse to learn
0: no, I just think they were boring writers because I didn't read, like, nonfiction.
1: Uh-huh, uh-huh.
0: Um, I read all fiction. I just think they were, like, uninteresting to me.
1: Okay. But okay. A girl,
0: But also, this is another law student answer. Oh. Something I wish everyone outside of law school could read is a Justice Scalia dissent to a case. And for those of you who don't know about Justice Scalia, he is, like, a super ultra-conservative guy who was on SCOTUS for a long time. He and RBG were, like, friend enemies. Um,
1: Frenemies, as we like to call them.
0: Well, kind of. They disagreed fundamentally on the law, but they were, like, best friends.
1: Oh, okay. (laughs) In real life. Okay. Um,
0: And they just genuinely make me laugh now. Um, They're so long. They're usually longer than the opinion themselves. Um, And all he talks about is like 18th century tort law, which has nothing to do with like the Fourth Amendment. And then he is so dramatic he's so yeah. dramatic it like m- i imagine him performing his descent like reading it out loud and there's like hand movements and he's so petty and they're just <sighs> so funny even though i disagree with like 90 of the substance of his opinions they're so funny but anyway we can move along
1: <laughs> oh okay okay well moving along you heard it here all right kelsey we're back into speed round speed round these are okay. number sixes through Oh my pen fell. These are um, number sixes through 20-ish. All All okay. right, you ready? You yeah. ready? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, I had to prepare myself.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> number one, if you had the buy, if you had, if you could buy a type of phone, what kind of phone would you buy?
0: Oh, easy. Um, I would either buy one of those homes that have the Roman columns in the front. You know, okay. but they're like brick, or I would buy um. What's the style that I'm thinking of? It's like a style that's really popular in the Midwest. Okay. Um, I think they're called Tudor homes.
1: Tudor homes? Okay. Mm-hmm. I made the record now. I said phone and Kelsey went home. Oh, I thought you said home. Outside. So, now, so now, number 20, now, now number 17, what kind of phone would you... Oh. <laughs> what's a go-to phone? iPhone. iPhone, good. Number 18, what is your definition of success?
0: Um happiness money yeah
1: happiness and money yeah all right number number 19 if you if you could advise someone to what what their number one difference they should try to make in the world to be what is it
0: um try to not make people feel left out of things
1: oh okay okay
0: and number 20
1: Kelsey, in your in your time on this great earth, your ancient time on this great earth, what do you what do you believe, what do you believe is the best way to relax?
0: Mm. just doing something where like your brain doesn't have to be involved. Like something I love to do is like play music, but my mm. brain really has to be involved in that because it's something I enjoy. So, like, my brain is active. Like, something where you can just, like, watch a movie that's really bad. You know? That you can just let it pass in front of you, and you don't have to think at all.
1: Okay. Okay. So, would you say something like putting on The Office would be something like that? Is that no, because I
0: like that show.
1: Oh, never mind. Never mind. Not The Office. <laughs> <laughs> something even more mindless than The Office. My yeah. bad. My bad. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Number twenty-one, moving back into the slow transitioning ones.
0: Okay.
1: We're now at the age of twenty-one. You're now you can now legally drink, which means, Kelsey, what is the best drink?
0: Like a mixed drink or
1: either. Doesn't matter. Up to you. In your twenty-five years of life, what have you learned is the best drink?
0: I think if I had to pick one. It might be a Moscow mule.
1: A very delicious.
0: Mhm. Because it's not overly sweet. It's not like a summertime drink. Although, pina coladas are really good.
1: Pina coladas are um, absolutely delicious as well.
0: But it's kind of an any time of the year drink. You know, mm-hmm, goes mm-hmm. with everything.
1: Mm-hmm. My absolute favorite is uh, Long Island iced tea. I will now and forever be ordering Long Island iced teas, and I will die on this hill that Long Island iced tea is the best drink.
0: You just want to black out instantly. <laughs>
1: that is such a lie. That is such a lie. It is just absolutely delicious.
0: I've never had one, so. Oh, then how could how
1: could you critique me without even ever having it?
0: Because I know that there's like forty types of alcohol in there, and and they're like really strong.
1: Oh, whatever, whatever. You
0: know what's really strong? You know what's mm-hmm. really
1: strong? Number 22. <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know. No, but it's not It's not the... It is quite strong. I won't lie. Um, But I think it's strong and delicious in a very fun and exciting way, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Number 22. In your 25 years of life, we've gone a long time around the Earth. We've, we've traveled around this, this <laughs> planet 25 times, actually. Mm-hmm. And because of those 24 times, you've seen a lot of things. You've seen a lot of special objects. You've seen a lot of specialty items. You've been to museums, I presume.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And because of that, number 22, <laughs> what is the best movie? What? <laughs> um. <laughs> I gotta keep you on your toes. I can't I can't have you. Sorry okay. for my questions
0: beforehand. I guess not. I was expecting like, what's your most prized possession or something? Um, um, best movie? See, this is where it really comes out how few movies I watch. You've seen oh,
1: next to no movies.
0: No, I, I know what it is. My favorite movie, um, besides Princess and the Frog <laughs> is is Hidden Figures. I love not that Boss movie. Baby. Boss Baby's like a meme movie that I love. <laughs>
1: You monster. I always thought it was your favorite.
0: No, I just like to argue with people because I love Boss Baby, but it's not oh. my favorite movie. All
1: right, so Hidden Figures? hmm Is that the one about the women of NASA?
0: Mm-hmm. Oh.
1: Is there a special reason why?
0: I like the story. I also think the soundtrack is really, really good. And I just like to see... I know that there were a lot of things that were bad... In like the 60s, like a lot of really bad things about the 60s. But there's something about that, like that feeling of like America all being on the same page for something like going to the moon was such a huge thing for our country and making you it makes me feel like, oh, maybe there will be a time when like Americans as a collective whole can agree that something is good or be excited about something together, you know?
1: One can dream. <laughs> That's yeah. cool. I haven't seen the movie, so um, sounds awesome. Uh, you have I,
0: to watch it. Kelsey's
1: mouth is completely open right now.
0: It's so good. And it's got uh, Janelle Monae in it. I, she I, is
1: awesome. She's very awesome.
0: She also sings some songs for the soundtrack as well
1: i she sings of the movie. I was like, is the movie a musical? No, 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 no. <laughs> That's funny. Kelsey, we're now approaching the end of the 25 questions with Kelsey. I
0: know you, like, really rushed through that.
1: <laughs> well, we have much more to discuss after. Oh,
0: oh okay, gotcha.
1: Number 20, Hothory. Oh,
0: hmm
1: In your 25 years of life, mm-hmm. going around the earth
0: mm-hmm.
1: 25 times,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and you've learned a lot. hmm what would you say is the most useless piece of information you've learned?
0: <laughs> useless? Um, that's actually hard because I feel like if I think it's useless, I just immediately forget it. And I don't remember <sighs> that I think it's useless. Deleted. Yeah, like I write it off immediately.
1: <laughs> I, I feel, that. I feel um, that. It's like asking someone to remember something they've forgotten. Like,
0: Yeah. Um. Maybe... That warm milk is supposed to help you sleep. I think that's useless because I hate milk. So, is that true though? I don't know. I've heard about that, but I wonder if it's
1: true. I'm not a scientist either, but your mom's a doctor, so I feel like she she would have told you this by now.
0: I feel like she would have recommended it to me when I was a kid when I couldn't sleep if it worked. (laughs) But she didn't. No, she just said, "Go back to your room, close your eyes, and if you're still awake in 20 minutes, come back." And I never was still awake. Because when I didn't know, I didn't know how to tell time. I didn't have a phone, and um,
1: so you just I be there Kelsey. until you fell asleep. Yeah, that is adorable though. That is so adorable. <laughs> come back when you're not tired. It's, yeah, never come back. Yeah, that's funny. Number twenty four, Kelsey. How do you decide who is a good friend?
0: That is a very complicated question. There are a lot of loci to that question. Um. I think something that's really important to me is loyalty in a friend. Like, I'm not saying that that means they have to agree with me all the time or support every single thing that I do, even if they think that it's wrong, but just someone who will like, let me know if there's spinach in my teeth type person, but also like not say that we're friends, but they don't really consider me a friend, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. I think another important thing is like being able to hang out for a really long time and like take breaks where we're like on our phones or, you know, not feel pressured to like have your entire life stop, if that makes sense. I'm just like looking back on things that that people I'm, like, not friends with anymore did that irritate
1: i Have done me. wrong. Yeah. <laughs> um, like, Where did they fail?
0: I also just think, like, gen- generally... See, genuinely and generally, I my brain mixes them up. I don't know why. It's a Ooh, new thing. That
1: speech impediment, huh?
0: That's not a speech impediment. That's a brain issue.
1: <laughs> oh, I thought you are just throw back to your speech impediment. My no, bad. No, no,
0: no, 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 no. Like, generally?
1: Um, gener- rah, 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 rah. I feel like
0: I'll start to say one but it's always the wrong one. And then I have to switch mid word and then I just sound stupid. But anyway, um, general support I think is really important. Like being happy for things or like supporting things that I do because I feel like I really try and support things that other people do and like share in their, the happiness of their like success with them, I guess. I don't know. It's very complicated, and it's different depending on like how close of friends we are. Like what I consider you as a good friend, you know.
1: Hmm. So would you say that someone like Moi is a lot mm. higher caliber because we spend more time versus Marco?
2: <laughs> Your attacks do not deter me, I, Andres.
0: I honestly feel like I only talk to Marco like slightly less than I talk to you.
2: It's because my speech modulator needs to recharge. Well, whatever. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I would say the difference is like between you and maybe... I'm trying to think of like... Like, okay, for instance. um, No. Marco's
1: about to get ready to bleep a name out.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't want to like say anyone because it's that's it's, right that's right you don't want
1: you don't want to tier list your friends
0: yeah and because it's not really yeah, a tier. at the
1: top that's why
0: <laughs> well here's the thing for me you're kind of my friend or you're not and then once you pass that I thought barrier, you were talking
1: about me for a moment oh, no, no. Like, whoa whoa I never got this vibe before
0: <laughs> no 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 um for me it's either like you're my friend or you're not my friend and if you cross the line into friend, I will like be as present as I can for you. But then it's also on a spectrum of like, one, will I be creepy if I'm too overly supportive of people that don't, that feel like we're not that close.
1: Now, um, pause, pause, pause. Would we, would we say that your gift giving abilities and loving of gift giving, you weren't, didn't know somebody, but you gave them a pin. And you made them cry because of how happy you made them, but you weren't really friends. Would you say mm-hmm. that that was that was Kelsey being kind? Or was it? Would you say that was Kelsey looking for a new friendship in someone? What what where do we? Because Kelsey is a very kind person in general, but where where does those things fall? Because if you were not friends, why do such a kind act?
0: So this goes back to something I already said, and like making sure other people don't feel left out. Like I was giving graduation gifts to a lot of the other people who were graduating. Mm-hmm. And I just felt like if I'm going to do that, then like the person that I didn't know still like deserves to have their accomplishments celebrated. And even though they didn't know me, like they were friends with you and people that I'm friends with. So I want to support them as well. But I also just think that it's always nice to make new friends if you can, you know. Mm. But mm. it's not. It wasn't like the mo- the motivation for giving the gift was not like if I give a gift they will be my friend. It was like I and want. You know what? To- it worked
1: though. It worked though. <laughs> So. But
0: the motivation was, <laughs> I want you like, this is clearly like a big accomplishment for most people It's graduating college. So mm. like you deserve to have this celebrated. And especially because I'm already giving gifts to pretty much everyone else. Like, why would I not include you in that? Like, it's not like, just because I don't know you, that isn't an important accomplishment in your life. You know, like the motivation. That's yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Awesome.
1: Well, wow. Number 25. It oh, should have been number 25, but it wasn't. Now this is number 25. Okay. Number 25. What in your 25 years of life that you've traveled around this earth 25 mm. times and you've spent 25 years on this earth and you're doing mm. great for 25 years? What is the number one thing you learned when it comes to this? Number 25. What have you found to be the truest, most absolute moment of happiness? What brings you joy every single time, no matter what?
0: Oh, this is that's an easy question. Um, doing like singing or like musical singing? theater and music, yeah. That's- so
1: 25 years of life, you have learned that for you, the mm-hmm. number one thing that brings you joy in this world is singing. Mm-hmm. You can now buy Kelsey's album. Uh, <laughs> This podcast. Uh Kelsey dropped the link. Uh, Marco dropped the link in the chat.
0: There's no link yet. There's no link because there's no album yet. But.
1: but there will be. There will be. One day. One day.
0: Yeah, no, I I decided, I remember exactly where I was and how old I was. I was like eight years old in the foyer or foyer, depending on I was say it. Um our old
2: house. <laughs> um,
0: that I was like, no, I want, I want to be a singer unfortunately um we're still working on that goal
1: <laughs> unfortunately many of us never reached that goal
0: i know but like i don't know i just feel like i have the chops i don't know Ooh, <laughs> oh,
1: oh. all right we heard it here pre-order kelsey's album <laughs> coming out next time
0: <laughs> uh i love the thing that I get so worried about on this podcast is like, you can tell by my face that I'm making a joke, but like the audience maybe can't tell that I'm
1: making a joke. Sometimes I listen back to the podcast and I, and as I'm dozing off, that's when I listen to this podcast and I hear you say something, I'm like, wow. Kelsey's so, so in her own head. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, this girl, this girl really thinks she's the next Oprah. Like, <laughs>
0: yeah, there was a lot of squinting and like, pouting of the lips on that joke just so secret aware. secret
1: question number 26 for the 26th year of life that you okay. secretly accomplished because your birth certificate's wrong okay what do you've learned this is definitely something you've learned for a fact this is an absolute fact
0: okay
1: why is making a podcast with me the awesomest thing you've ever done it's good we gotta know we gotta know the answer we gotta oh. know the answer it's pretty important um, it's pretty important to know
0: well, it's surely not all the work that one of us puts into it.
1: I put in a lot of work. I understand. I understand. And you can talk about the organization of this birthday episode. I put in yeah. a lot of work. All right, number two. What is more not comfortable? Not number two. <laughs> number, number eight. 15? 14? 14? 15? It's just me and Marco now. Marco, how are you feeling?
2: You made me download my depression.
1: Well, that's good.
0: I want I could honestly bet that you just have like a Google twenty-five questions like thing You'd up be on impressed. your
1: screen. You'd be impressed by the amount of effort I just went through if I told you the truth.
0: What was let me hear it.
1: It's all off the top of my head.
0: <laughs> so much effort was put in. So much
1: effort was put in. I've thought some of these questions out. I did not think of 25 mm. questions though.
0: <laughs> um I don't know. I feel like part of it is just being able to share our conversations with other people not that i'm saying that our conversations are like more interesting than other people's conversations is
1: they're absolutely not sometimes (laughs) sometimes the conversations i have with you are the latest conversations i've ever had it's true sometimes i'm like why am i making kelsey go through this i should really shut up why am i making kelsey listen to me ramble on about something
0: i don't i don't i need like a see this is where i'm like i need a specific fact this is like my law school student again
1: Kelsey, we're not in court.
0: Every day is court when we're together, because you're Chef Justice, and I'm actually in law school.
1: <laughs> Can we hold on? Let's let's pause everything. Let's talk about my Chef Justice username. All right, okay. it's on Twitter. All right, so for, I don't know if we mentioned on this podcast, I don't know if we have or haven't. Um, so I am the Chief Justice of my school's uh, judicial board on campus. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm the Chief Justice of everything that goes on at UCI right now, currently.
0: Kelsey. He's running the school.
1: I'm running the school myself. <laughs> I, I have t- Chancellor Gilman's phone number directly. Um, no, I don't. Um, Kelsey noticed the other day when I sent out a tweet and she said, dude, I don't know how to tell you this, but your username is wrong. It says Chef Justice.
0: Can, can I tell you especially why I worry about that? Sure. Because you have said yourself, English is not a great language for
1: you. It's a sucky, <laughs> sucky language for me.
0: So I was like, oh no, he just like genuinely spelled it wrong.
1: I know the difference between chef and chief.
0: Listen, I don't know what goes on in your head sometimes.
1: <gasps> rude, rude. <laughs> Listen, this is one of those moments where I'm like, why am I making Kelsey endure with me? Why why, why am I giving her some of the most lamest conversations she's ever heard? Um, so Kelsey texted me kind, very kind. She's like, dude, your, your stuff is bad. And I'm like, no, 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 it's on purpose. It's a joke that my girlfriend made that because, uh, because I cook so often, Knife's Edge is great. This is why Kelsey really wants me to do a Knife's Edge episode two, because I just cook as well all the time. Mm Um, and so like I get down in the kitchen quite often. And so my girlfriend, uh, jokingly called me Chef Justice, uh, Serrano. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that's what I—that's why I made my Twitter handle Chef Justice. Okay, well, if it was Chef your Justice.
0: girlfriend, that's great. I have no qualms.
1: Oh, but had it been my joke, you have
0: qualms. Yeah. What? <laughs> what is this? Why would you have qualms? I just trust her more than you, I guess, with these types of things.
1: <laughs> what? That's, that's big rude. <laughs> that's
0: so rude.
1: Whatever. Whatever. You're fired.
0: You can't fire me. This is my Zoom room.
1: Then you're also technically like 60% of this podcast. (laughs) You're like 60%. I'm like 30. Marco's like 10. Yeah.
0: Hey, don't forget Taylor.
1: Oh dang. All right. So you're like you're like 55. Mm -hmm. I'm like 30. Mm -hmm. Marco's like 7.5, and Taylor's like 7.5.
0: Okay, that's fair.
1: No, I feel like Michael's like 10 to Taylor's like five. That's okay. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay.
0: But now she's gonna be doing more because of our conversation that the listeners don't get to know about yet. Ha
1: ha ha ha. Ooh, which conversation could it be?
0: It's a suggestion you made for the podcast that I was like, oh, oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> oh making sure I was like,
0: oh, she's talking about. <laughs> my gosh but sorry i feel like i i interrupted something that you were you
1: probably did i don't uh, but i don't remember
0: i had to do oh lame conversations lame conversations
1: and
0: you you were like oh great well then we can move on
1: (laughs) (gasps) well i was gonna say something oh uh, go ahead
0: go ahead go ahead
1: rude Uh, I was, I was at a friend's, uh, socially distanced birthday party about a month or two ago. Did I ever talk about this? Did I ever talk about this? I was at a friend's, uh, socially distanced birthday party about a month or two ago. And I was doing what I do with you sometimes on this podcast where I just ramble and talk and things come to me and I just talk about a lot of things. Mm -hmm. And this girl, I hardly know her. I know her (sighs) just because she's been friends with my friend for a long time now. So Mm -hmm. I somewhat know her and She said, oh, look at Andres. He's always so loud. It always talks so much. He's like a walking encyclopedia. And I was like, what is this? I felt so attacked. She said it was such sass. I was like, what? I continued to keep telling stories.
0: Yeah, I mean, I get the vibe. I wouldn't say that you're a walking encyclopedia because that sort of has the inference that you're constantly correcting people on things. I just think you're a chatterbox.
1: I think I'm a chatterbox. So I also feel like I just know a bunch of random facts. I don't yeah. know if that makes me an encyclopedia, though. No. Maybe it does. But
0: I get I get the essence of her comment, for sure. You mean the essence of her attack on my character? I don't think that's an attack on your character. Should've sued her
1: for defamation.
0: Definitely don't meet the elements of defamation. Any want to know? Because there are six of them. <laughs> What are the six
1: elements of defamation? I thought oh. I didn't even know there was six elements.
0: One one second. I'll pull it up. Don't worry. Give me one second. One second. Hold, hold, hold.
1: <laughs> what one second later. To go
0: to my entertainment law outline, because I just don't have enough room to remember all this stuff at this current moment. May
1: the record show Kelsey does not know the six by heart. She I did do- no okay, long, here they are. She's no longer a good law student.
0: I'm not in this class anymore. And I did great on this final exam. Thank you very much.
1: What are the six things of defamation?
0: This is an element test, so tell me what that means.
1: An element test means that if it does not hold up to any, the not any. mm, mm,
0: The
1: difference between uh, (laughs) ah, if if it does not qualify or meet any of the six standards, it cannot be a case for defamation.
0: Yes, so you basically have to hit them all, or you're xed out. So the first all? element mm-hmm, elements wow. mean all or or like it's a wash. Oh, so wow. a false unprivileged statement of fact, which in itself has to be a fact, not an opinion. Which hers automatically is an opinion, so you'd already lose on element one. Wait, you-
1: wait. So if you have if you can't be an opinion. Can defamation just never occur? Like, if someone's like, I think J-Box is stupid, like...
0: Well, that's a defense, is that, oh, it's not a fact, it's an opinion. But if oh. you... Yeah. But let me continue. I'll tell you okay. how you lose on, like, ev- pretty much every element. Um, okay. C- communicate it to a third party. So, if it was you versus her, if no one else heard it but you and her, you lose.
1: Of course. That would make sense to me.
0: Of and concerning the plaintiff, which... Means that the statement has to likely harm their reputation. Probably not going to harm your reputation if everyone thinks of you that way, but it doesn't make them look bad, (laughs) look down on you. Um, Everyone
1: thinks of an encyclopedia. It doesn't
0: matter. Right. But also in California, the standard is reasonably likely to identify the plaintiff by the statement, and lots of people could be a walking encyclopedia, so you lose on that. Next, (sighs) need you need a requisite degree of fault because you're not a public figure. You wouldn't need the actual malice standard. You'd only need negligence. And for that, you need duty, breach, cause, and damages. And I don't think you breach any of that. Or you wouldn't have any issue with that because she doesn't have any duty to you, really. And damages, you don't have any damages. So you lose on every element.
1: (laughs) I have emotional pain.
0: (laughs) That's a different tort. That's not defamation. That would probably be negligent infliction of emotional distress.
1: She's slamming my name, my character, my persona.
0: Yeah, but- Unfortunately, the law doesn't care that much about you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what do I pay taxes for? What do I pay taxes for?
0: Isn't that the question? <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. I also feel like I once again derailed what you were trying to say.
1: <laughs> once again, I find out the court of law cannot stand for any of my allegations.
0: That's because you just. You can't sue for being butthurt is basically what all these things are telling you.
1: I don't know what you're saying. I, I've seen <laughs> plenty of people sue for being butthurt. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. I want I want the Just Two Live listeners to tell me if I could sue Kelsey over anything, what could I sue her for? Please let us know.
0: Probably nothing.
1: But they might come up with something. I want to hear it. I want to hear it. Marco, you can participate too. <laughs> If we could sue Kelsey over anything, what can we probably sue Kelsey on the grounds on?
2: Editor robot endangerment.
1: M- mal- mal- malfeasance. Um... Do you even know okay. what that word means? On malnutrition, uh... <laughs> she doesn't feed me, even though I do this podcast with her. She doesn't she doesn't feed me at all.
0: You know that if we were doing this in real life, we would get food first.
1: I know. I know. So
0: automatically. Uh... facts and circumstances do also because
1: because we do these uh, podcast episodes in our own homes uh no no malfeasance can happen
0: (laughs) maybe the only thing i could be potentially sued for is like public nuisance or private nuisance because i'm entering your airwaves and maybe you don't want to listen to me talk anymore
1: Uh, but i feel like you shut down just because it's optional listening
0: Exactly. So you can't sue me for anything.
1: We'll find something. Just to, lie to the audience. We're gonna find something to sue Kelsey over.
0: And if you sued me, I could just say that it was a malicious litigation, and then you would probably get sanctioned.
1: I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. Exactly.
0: Don't talking about. You don't know what I'm talking about.
1: <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I that those those were fancy words that don't fall in line here. Wow. Yeah. Well, I'm over, I'm over your birthday. Can't, okay. can't wait till you're 26 now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's just because I'm going to have a party. Hotty, hati. I and know, Kelsey's won.
1: birthday this year is pretty sad <laughs> because, Kelsey, <laughs> don't, don't, don't you have class that day and you have a paper or whatnot and you have a bunch of other stuff?
0: I have class from one to three and then six to eight. And in between, I will be furiously trying to read for my other classes.
1: Meanwhile, I will be celebrating Kelsey's birthday on my own.
0: Yeah, <laughs> not I'm not there, but you're celebrating.
1: But I'll be celebrating her honor. Last year, Kelsey had a phenomenal birthday. I, in my opinion, she may have fallen asleep early in the party, and I kept it going without her. But it was really yeah.
0: Beautiful. I'm still mad you got tacos without me. You could have woke me up. I would have gone. Dude, I the
1: know. car was already full. What guy was gonna wake him up? He just left you sleep while well, the rest of us got tacos at 3 a.m. in LA. <laughs> Rude. You know what's the worst part of your birthday party last year? What absolute worst part?
0: Hmm.
1: We fall asleep at like four or five, and we got up at like seven to go back to Irvine.
0: Yeah, but you also sucked. Also, I've heard from other people the worst part of my party was the fact that someone didn't um, allow anyone to use the air mattresses that I got. (laughs) What, yeah, remember. remember I told you, I was like, I have air mattresses, so if a couple people want to stay over, and later I heard (laughs) that someone was asking, you were like, oh, yeah, she has air mattresses, but, like, we don't need to use them, and someone who ended up sleeping on my cold, hard floor was like, you had air mattresses, and Andres didn't let us use them?
1: No, we didn't need them.
0: That's because you <laughs> slept on the couch.
1: Bro, I slept in such an uncomfortable position with two other people. Like, man, nothing happened there. That was uncomfortable. Listen, listen, we were getting up in two hours. They don't need an air mattress.
0: Well, I think you also made them get up early, too. So, like, you're done. We had double. to
1: go. <sighs> Gosh, people <laughs> are so picky.
0: But two, I think two two people stayed till like 3 p.m. the next day, and we were just Yesterday, chilling. We got two, coffee. I, I got think two some. Two three
1: people stayed. Hmm. I think two to three people stayed, yeah.
0: Yeah, and we got horchata coffee. We got breakfast. It was great.
1: I let you sleep, all right? I just... I did my part. I let you have a good time.
0: By sleeping?
1: By letting you sleep. Yep. Let it be known. Don't let me be in charge of your party if you plan on sleeping early during the party. (laughs) Next (laughs) year? Because I'll be like, nobody touch anything. Not even the air mattresses we're supposed to use. No one touch anything.
0: But, like... Somehow, also um my string of lights behind my tv I don't know who unplugged them but they unplugged them in the way that I don't usually do it and they like fell and like scared me the next day
1: (laughs) that's hilarious who who unplugged them
0: I don't know but like I they didn't break so I wasn't mad I was just like doing my thing after everyone had left and then all of a sudden Boom! All the string of lights go crashing down. I bet
1: you it was sleepy tired you. I bet you it was that's who did it.
0: It definitely wasn't me. I think it was you. Cause like you turned off my record player. Someone put all the food away. Like I literally was like I'm done in the middle of this party.
1: Dude, you left like literally halfway through the party. Yeah,
0: I was like keep having a good time. Like I'm. gonna be you just you know? knocked
1: out I have a photo of you just knocked out on your bed
0: I know okay. and then you tried to tell me that it was like light outside but like how could it be light outside and I was like dude that's just the reflection of the flash off of the mirror that's behind me
1: <laughs> yeah I'm
0: just saying I'm just saying
1: you you were tired you were tired that's all i have to say that's all but to next say.
0: year i'm already planning next year honestly and i feel like the uh, karaoke bar is definitely going to be involved
1: we're going to karaoke bar you're going to have karaoke bar
0: no like my apartment is literally a block away from a karaoke bar oh i'm game I'm so game. like we could go there and then go back to my apartment and like have fun
1: i'm double game double game right? i'm staying the night though Staying the night yeah
0: i mean i everyone stayed the night (laughs) everyone stayed the night but
1: this time i'm exclusively staying the night
0: (laughs) just you by yourself
1: Just me just me i kick everyone out everybody has to sleep in the patio i get to sleep in the living room
0: well honestly next time you might be just driving yourself so like oh yeah there there will probably
1: no reason for me to drive anyone else
0: yeah so but i feel like everyone's gonna want to stay over because my apartment is so cute
1: all right, well, that's what we're calling this. Podcast, so <laughs> I don't want to hear about this. I don't want to hear about this. I'm over. You
0: said you love my apartment. I
1: love your apartment. I adore your apartment. Yeah. I want to live in your apartment.
0: <laughs> so no, you don't. don't.
1: Yeah, I do. I love LA. I love downtown LA.
0: Oh, that's because you have never Ooh, lived there. You're
1: like a block or two away from Salt and Straw, bro.
0: Yeah, but do you know how much in rent I pay every month to be a block away from Salt and Straw? Yeah,
1: yeah. listen, <laughs> audience, that rent. Literally to die for because it's so high. Like you if you even got one of those bills, you'd probably drop dead. Like it's pretty bad.
0: Downtown LA apartments are over freaking rated. Live anywhere else.
1: Or don't and move in with a friend in LA because that sounds rad. That sounds I mean, great. if
0: we if we live together, I'll tell you this: the difference between a one-bedroom and a two-bedroom apartment in that building is like a couple hundred dollars so That's if you it? have a yeah if you have a roommate it becomes extremely affordable Kelsey, if you we might
1: get a two-bedroom you <laughs> might just get a two-bedroom instead
0: i don't know if we could live together though because like i'm I know, really we, picky
1: yeah we have very different lifestyles <laughs> we have incredibly different lifestyles but maybe maybe
0: maybe maybe that would be why it would work though
1: Maybe. Also, I also just stick to myself, though. I just I don't I don't make messes outside of my living space. Like my room, mm-hmm. my room would be a mess in its own. Maybe because also my rooms are usually not that messy. Mm-hmm. But um, the actual living space would be clean. Would be clean.
0: All right. Plus, I would want all of my specific decor and furniture.
1: <laughs> That's fine. I don't got what decor do I have? Posters? You have if a lot you- of Star Wars posters. I don't even have that many Star Wars Get out of here. Get out of here. You Get had
0: like it. six by the time we had to th- move out.
1: Listen, I two two of mine were mine. Two. Oh, were the mine rest were Peters. Out. Yeah, the rest were my mm. roommates. He uh, his his were the other ones. The the rock concert one, I think there was a Java one. Maybe was there an episode six one? And then there was one of a Tie Fighter that was really cool. That's yeah.
2: Yep. You know. I don't have much-
0: you know, I think we should leave off this podcast on this note. Um, I would love to have the incomparable Matt Collins host a D&D night at my apartment post-COVID.
1: Oh, just post? Not for your birthday? No. I would like to say, if we're on this note, Matt asked me to DM just to let you know because Matt wants to play.
0: Oh, that's fine. I just want Matt Collins in the room with me. <laughs> oh,
1: bet, bet. Matt Collins... We know you started a podcast, so therefore you must listen to our podcast too.
0: Also, everyone, go to our last IGTV video and listen to Matt do the voiceover for the bad review.
1: What are you talking about?
0: It's because you haven't watched the video yet.
1: Did you watch what What video? video? What video?
0: The creme brulee video.
1: Oh, I didn't listen to it. I watched it. I watched it with you.
0: Yeah, but did you not see when? when the like recipe or the review came down and there was voiceover. <laughs> You're terrible.
1: <laughs> mm. in, the directions are woefully inaccurate. You need five egg yolks. You need to whisk it for two to three minutes. You need 1.5 cups of cream, half a cup of whole milk, 2.5 teaspoons of vanilla extract. Do not use skim milk or other substitutes for heavy cream. Doing so will make you a coward and
2: a criminal. i sorry.
0: Yeah. Not a great <laughs> <sign>. <laughs> you really need to watch these videos, really man. Have-
1: <laughs> Dude, that is Matt. Right? It's amazing. Kelsey, I want you to know we've gotten 20, uh, 20-something more views since. So...
0: Amazing. I love that you're helping me skyrocket to fame.
1: I got you. I'll get you to fame. Dude, Matt Collins though.
0: I know. That was amazing. That was Is, great. Does he know?
1: Does he know you reposted
0: this? Yeah, I texted him about it. What did he say? He said he's down to collab anytime, and I was like, I'm gonna take you up on that.
1: bro. but but he watched it already? <laughs> he thought it was great?
0: I think so. Well, I mean, I don't know if he watched he doesn't have an Instagram. How would he watch it?
1: I'll text it to him. <laughs> <laughs> it
0: to him. Um but nice oh.
1: Sorry, that's just your voice, my
0: bad. What a horrifying sound.
1: Oh, stop.
0: <laughs> All right, friends. We're going to end this podcast episode here so Marco doesn't feel stressed to edit it too much. Um, <laughs> thanks for sticking around for my birthday episode. Sorry I talked a bunch more than usual. And we'll see you. Oh,
1: stop. You did great. Whatever. You're amazing.
0: We'll see you in the next one. Bye! <laughs>